You're listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this 48th episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I'm your host, Sean, Senior Editor at Post-Apocalyptic Media, and I am here to talk about all of this week's post-apocalyptic news. And we had quite a bit. We have some. We have a new spinoff of a very popular Netflix show. We have uh, some news about a new movie, new trailers, things like that. Uh, we have a little bit of a Stephen King cameo in our news not on the show but in the news this week so so it's uh you know we have some goodies here so let's get started right away with this first little bit of news this is about bird box now bird box was a very well it still is a very popular netflix show it act actually it's one of the most watched shows on netflix ever like of all time came out in 2018 uh it was a huge hit 45 million people watched it in the first seven days alone. And I think, I don't know what the total was. It's up in the hundred millions. But, um, it, you know, it was a great, great show, right? Sandra Bullock, where she, her kids couldn't see the creatures that were out there or they would make them go crazy. Remember that? Well, now they're making a spinoff. And the spinoff is uh, basically it's Spanish language version of it. And that's not to say you know, like a translation, right? So they're not just translating, which, you know, they've already done. There's no, uh, you know, subtitle translations or dub or anything like that. This is a complete remaking of a story in the same universe. So it's not like the same exact story. There's not Mallory, you know, like the, the Spanish version of Mallory, you know. It's, it's basically a story in Spain, in Barcelona, of a similar type of thing that happened uh, in that same type of apocalypse, you know, where the, there's these creatures, these entities that, you know, you can't look at or you'll go crazy. So I think that sounds pretty interesting. It will be completely in Spanish with actors from Spain, you know, Spanish actors, Spanish cast. Uh, I believe the director and the producer are going to remain, uh, if nothing else than as just... Uh, Let's see, like kind of, you know, what's it, like advisors. That's the word I was thinking of. So it seems like a cool idea. You know, a lot, lots and lots of movies have done this where they've taken a something that's in the same realm, same universe, and they've told a, a different story in that same universe. Uh, but this one is a completely different language than the original, which is interesting. So I will definitely be checking this one out when it comes out. And hopefully, I mean, it should have, you know, closed captioning. I don't know if they'll have dubbing, but I would probably watch the close, the uh, you know the captioned one, not closed captioned, but captioned one. So that seems like a good uh, like a good idea, right? I mean, they're they're banking on a very popular story and telling a different side of it. Very cool. All right, let's go on to this next little bit of news here. We're just gonna bam right through these this time. Um, Bruce Campbell is back, smashing undead in Black Friday. Now Black Friday is a movie it's kind of a comedy there's bruce himself right there in all of his glory he plays a uh, store clerk like a manager of a store i think it's a it's like a retail store or something like that and oh look at that low res that's crazy um he's a yeah he's a uh let's see it's the most popular day of the year shopping day of the year which is black friday which makes sense that's the name of the, of the movie 
and he plays a store manager who, with his employees, have to fight off zombies. They have to, you know, basically haul up in this uh, in the store and try to defend the place from zombies. Well, that's very similar to a lot of, you know, I mean, the old, like, Day of the Dead kind of things, kind of movies have done that. It's kind of like a, a combination of that with something like Superstore. That's the way I pictured it, at least. I haven't seen this. Superstore is this comedy that I think is hilarious. And uh, so this is going to be a comedy, too. So that's kind of why I got this kind of Superstore feel, you know, to this. So it, it should be interesting. And, of course, Bruce Campbell. Anything the guy is in is is goofy funny, but also with a, a huge, you know, like a tinge of horror in there. So very cool. And it's cool to see him still working like this. I mean, I think... The original, um, when was the original Evil Dead? It was like 79 or something like that, 81 maybe? Oh yeah, 81. Yeah, so he, he was in all the Evil Dead movies. Of course, um, the one where his arm, <laughs> where he got his arm cut off and put a chainsaw in there, that was always the most popular. Uh, he, he became like an icon, like a horror apocalypse icon at that point. But uh, look at him, he still looks good. He still looks like a... Like a, like a Hollywood star. Look at him. All right, let's go on to this next bit of news. Speaking of Hollywood stars, Mr. Stephen King, who, I mean, so I, I kind of poke fun at this in this article here, but Stephen King is an, is an idol of mine. I mean, I'm, you know, I've, I've been a huge Stephen King fan most of my life. Uh, I've read all of his 80s books and 70s books, and uh, and it's it's cool that the guy is is outspoken, right? You have to admit he does. If there's politics involved, he will not hold his tongue. You know, if you follow him on Twitter, you'll know that the guy speaks his mind about everything that uh, bothers him about politics or the world today. Which you know he's a, he's a social commentator in his books as well. So when he got wind of why the Last Man being canceled, he said. This is exactly what he said. He says, Is Why the Last Man really canceled? Please say not. Although far from perfect and some of the scenes are so dark you can't tell who's talking, which is true, it's one of the most interesting shows on TV. Come on, Hulu or somebody, don't leave me hanging. So I wrote this article about Stephen King is, even Stephen King is pissed about the cancellation of Why the Last Man. Um, of course, he's, you know, he's just talking about it he, in a tweet. He's not like super furious or anything but the fact is he has 6.5 million followers on twitter 6.5 million that's about 6.49999 more than i have so that is impressive and so he you know he expresses this and of course the comments are gold you know the comments are are basically like well a lot of people agreed with him of course they said you know yeah it's a great it's a great show like why did it get canceled um but as happens on social media and when anyone expresses their opinion, there's always an opposite, opposite side of that. Um, people have called Why the Last Man everything from outdated to transphobic. Uh, and so this person says, I mean, it is at this point a 20-year-old comic that dealt with gender and sex. I'm not about to say without a reread that some of its depictions of trans folk aren't a bit outdated, some of which may have carried over into the show. Now that's a serious, you know, that's a serious topic. And this person, I think, is right. That's why I put this tweet in here. As far as... I think they're right as far as, uh, you know, it's a 20-year-old 
comic and a 20-year-old topic that is being brought out now, you know, and it's, it's, it's a different world than it was 20 years ago. I mean, 20 years ago was 2001. Can you believe that? 2001 was 20 years ago. So the world was different back then. You know, it was, I mean, it was the post 9-11. It was just barely post 9-11 and, and things were a lot different back then. Um, and I think that it's, it's important that people know that and they know that the, the way things were handled in the comic are going to be different than the way things are handled in the show itself. Now, that said, that has absolutely never been a mention of why the show was canceled. You know, it, it's never been, I don't think, even think it's been brought up. Uh, a lot of other things have been brought up about, you know, the fact that it's, a, it's kind of an all-female production, uh, mostly female cast, and a lot of people believe that that's one of the reasons it got canceled. I, I've talked about this before. I talked about it in articles. I think I talked about it last um, last podcast as well. They're saying officially, you know, the official statement is that the show was canceled because of just, I mean, there was budgetary constraints. There was um, the fact that uh, it didn't work with the schedule. You know, they had uh, contracts that were being renewed with the cast. And the you know, when it t- came time to get that renewal, they looked at it and, you know, Hulu doesn't even have rating records, apparently. That's what they're saying, that they don't they don't keep track of ratings. I don't know if I believe that, but I think that they said that they basically don't know how the show is doing. They don't know where to go from here, and, and they're not really interested in keeping it going. You know, Disney bought Hulu last year, and Disney... And, you know, the, the executives at Disney are just kind of like, yeah, it's not really in our wheelhouse. You know, it's not something we're looking at, at keeping up. And I think that's it. This stuff happens all the time, all the time. Um, so, I mean, as a post-apocalyptic fan and as a fan of, you know, graphic novels and stuff like that, I think it would be cool if someone picked this up. Netflix, Amazon, you know, Voodoo, I don't know, the other ones. Um, it'd be cool if it was picked up. So... I don't know if it'll it'll really happen, but I think it's funny that Stephen King, the master of horror himself, the king of horror, uh, expressed the fact that he didn't like that this show was canceled. Um, And, you know, he expressed that that concern right when the final episode of the season came out, which was, what, Sunday? Just this last week? So they have all ten episodes out of the first season. Uh, You can watch those. But, of course, the story continues in the comic book. So... Will it continue on TV? We don't know. That is up for debate. But you can bet, since it's such a big, there's such a big hubbub about it, that you can bet that we'll talk about it on the website and this podcast uh, if it does get renewed. So, all right, next little bit of news here is about there's a new trailer for Station Eleven. This is an HBO series that's based on a book from 2014. Um, by Emily St. John Mandel. Um, she wrote this book, and it, and it won a lot of re- uh, a lot of awards. I almost said rewards. It won a lot of awards, including an Arthur C. Clarke Award uh, in 2015. So it makes sense, another adaptation. I mean, there's a lot of adaptations now from books and, and graphic novels, but, you know, that's the way it goes. So this one here will be on HBO Max on December 16th. That's like a month away, you know? It's like a little bit more than a month away. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about this. 
they show this tra- this trailer came out just yesterday i think and it shows this is the trailer right here it shows kind of where they're at while the apocalypse is happening it's this viral apocalypse there's some kind of flu pandemic that happens and it wipes everyone out I mean, wipes a lot of society out and the people who survive um, are rebuilding and one of the big catches of this and one of the reasons it won uh, an award is it's it's talking about the rebuilding of culture like uh, you know human culture as opposed to the survival of humanity and I think that's important I think it's um, it's interesting at least you know you can't you can't deny that so this trailer looks like it ta- the show goes through about 20 years I think is I think that's the timeline where this little girl here where that you can see on the screen is at the beginning of the the pandemic before you know the bad stuff really starts happening she's a little girl she's like eight or nine or something and then later on they show her as an adult and there are some scenes in the trailer that I really liked I there's one where it shows them um, in this caravan and there are these trucks like there's this old Ford Bronco and what looks like a UPS truck and they are being pulled by horses so I mean that's absolutely that's absolutely the way things are going to go when you know when cars are no longer when gas is no longer around there's no more cars we're basically going to be toting around uh, big vans and trucks and stuff as as wagons you know so I thought that was interesting it showed that caravan going down the street like that so that is obviously many years after the apocalypse um, and probably you know toward the end of the timeline here in the show and so this this movie uh, sorry TV show will star Mackenzie Davis who is in Blade Runner 2049 uh, Lori Petty from Tank, Tank Girl herself, Lori Petty will be in this one. Um, she plays a conductor. Uh, Daniel Zavato from Penny Dreadful, City of Angels. A lot of, you know, a couple big stars and a lot of kind of, you know, mid-grade stars that uh, we've heard of before. When you see them, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that guy from that show. That's that girl from that show. Yeah. So it seems like it'll be pretty cool. Like, again, here's a little bit more about the the awards that were won Arthur C. Clarke Award in 2015, uh, National Book Award, Penn Faulkner Award, Bailey's Women's Prize for Fiction Award. Pretty cool. The book itself is a masterpiece, um, and it's great to see another adaptation of a great book in this realm, right? I mean, if they would only bring out every single uh, great post-apocalyptic novel into a TV show or a movie, man... We would be busy. I would be busy here at this at the site, that's for sure. And we would all be busy watching them, right? Yeah. So December sixteenth, twenty twenty one, little more than a month away on HBO and HBO Max will be Station Eleven. Uh, I got H- HBO Max actually just for Dune. I just got it what a week and a half ago, whatever it was, and I was going to cancel it. You know, I figured, well, I'll just get it for Dune and. I already have enough streaming stuff. But now I'm going to keep it. They they did it to me. They got me. They're, they're like stringing me along. It's that carrot on a stick with just a little bit more. Okay, I'm going to renew it for one more month. Then I'm going to cancel it. And then they're going to bring out something else. Uh, yeah, that's how that happens. That's that's how they get us, right? All right, well, let's go on to this next, uh, next little bit of news here. This is the YouTube Roundup. 
usually I don't talk about these every week. Uh, the roundup is essentially my, uh, you know, I go through YouTube. I watch YouTube constantly and I have things that I, you know, search for and keywords and all that kind of stuff and post-apocalyptic and survival and all that. And I, I come across some that are really good. There are a lot out there. I mean, I what I post here, I post about, you know, between five and seven, eight uh, videos that I find that I really like. But I, there's probably, you know, 30, 20 or 30 of them out there that could be in the roundup. You know, they're pretty close, but man, I cannot include every single one of those. So this is like the best of the best, I think, according to me. <laughs> Might not be according to you, but it's according to me. So in this week's roundup, uh, which is October 28th through November 3rd. Look at, that, look at that picture right there. This is from a game. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not a game. I want to call it a game because I thought it was a game when I first saw it. It's called The Four. This is a Kickstarter project. Again, this is really low res. I don't know why it's so low res in the in the YouTube uh, thumbnail. We'll just look at that. Um, it's, a, it's a book, right? It's a book that's being kickstarted through you know crowdfunding and all that where you you pledge money and then you can get the product um and it's not a game i thought it was a game at first but it's a book a 400 page book about a kind of like a how-to guide on surviving four different apocalypses apocalypse i uh, and i forgot the what all four of them were but they're like zombie you know inf infected kind of Apocalypse, and then there's like a global pandemic, you know, stuff like that. I think there might even be a nuclear one. Well, the catch here is that the book itself is beautiful. It's a gorgeous uh, book. The illustrations are great. I mean, you can see right here, it's, this isn't even a, a real representation. This is kind of like a comic book style, but they have a really good, uh, more of an artsy style throughout the book where it, it describes how to survive the different things and how to, you know, like filter water, how to make a gasifier, which is a wood-burning engine for a car, how to find medicine in like, uh, you know, like an orange peel when the when an orange starts to rot and it gets that green mold, greenish-white mold on the outside. I mean, that's penicillin basically. So it's it's showing you know how how to look for that, how to how to forage correctly. So many great survival techniques that they have compiled from other you know from encyclopedias and and they talk about all the different sources that they got these this information from now anyone can do that right anyone can get all that information but it's it's a matter of putting it together in a package that's attractive and this that's exactly what they did so they put it together in this wonderful wonderful package um let me see if i can play a little bit of this video here in a matter of months, the unknown virus almost drove the entire humankind to extinction. The few survivors had to take care of themselves, use penicillium. Yeah, see, there's penicillium. Uh, there's the uh, the orange part I was talking about. I can't play too much of this. We'll get a strike on YouTube if I play too much of it. Uh, but you get the idea. There's some illustrations in here. And if you go to the... Oh, yeah, they talk about global warming... If you go to the, the project page, the Kickstarter project page, which I'll link in the, the show notes for this episode, um, you can head there. Now, what's crazy is, so this this project just went up. 
and they have 45 days left as of when I'm recording this. 45 days days left on the campaign to raise enough money. They wanted to raise, I think it was $12,000 and they're up to like $150,000. <laughs> so they've blown away their their goal and they have 45 days left to do it. So I'm interested to see how far this goes. Plus, I have to admit, I <laughs> pledged to get one of those books. I just got the book. They, you can get like different tiers. There's like a survival kit that comes with it. There's an illustrated um, card game. Uh, not like a unique card game, but like regular cards, you know, but they just illustrated the backs differently. Uh, you can get all this stuff included with your book for more money, of course, but I just opted to get the book itself. Um, so I am now a a backer of this thing and I don't have any kind of you know incentive to tell you to buy it because it's already been funded and it's already going to happen and I'm just going to get my book and I'm going to be happy so so you can get it or not but I think it's cool I think it's something that I wanted to share with all of you about uh you know how great it is so there is that now let's go on and see there's some more in this roundup that the post-apocalyptic bidet it's just like you would think it is it's got, you know, pipes all around it. It's hooked up to an inverter up there. And it basically runs this water pump through the toilet so that, the, so that it works. And then it has a bidet attached to it. So you never have to worry about not having enough toilet paper when you have a post-apocalyptic bidet. <laughs> right? That's, uh, it's brilliant. It really is. So I included that, that in here too. Um, what else do we have? We have a alternative post-apocalyptic version of the world, which is a video about, uh, you know, the, if there was a big flood, how the coastlines would change, how the climate would change for a different all the different continents of the world. Very cool video. Rabid States is a read. It's an audio book read of a four-part book. This is the first part only. Uh, but the author, Scott Medbury, is going to release each book, I think each week, or at least, you know, in the future, he's going to release each book. This is just the first one. Very cool. I'm a big fan of audiobooks. I'm a big fan of these indie audiobooks. Um, and it's free, so you really have nothing to lose by, you know, sitting down and listening to this. I think YouTube is great, personally. I think YouTube is perfect and wonderful for spreading these indie audiobooks. Very cool. All right, what else do we have on here? Moonfall. Moonfall, if you haven't heard of Moonfall, it's a new movie coming out next year, in February next year. This is a trailer. This is the second trailer that they've released for the for the movie. It has Halle, Halle Berry in it, and she's basically leading this group of astronauts who are trying to stop the moon from colliding into the Earth, some, some kind of unknown force through the moon off its orbit, and it's going uh, straight for the Earth. So they're going to, I mean, you know, what was that? Armageddon, Bruce Willis, right? I mean, it's kind of the same thing, except that was an asteroid coming toward the Earth. So she's leading this crew that's going to stop this. Well, the kicker here is that the moon has some secrets in it that we didn't know before. I mean, if you think about it, the moon is actually fascinating. It, the way it turns and it, it orbit, it, you know, it revolves around the Earth, but it also rotates on its own axis so that there's one side of it that's always facing the earth as it's turning. It's super interesting. So 
you know, the dark side of the moon. People talk about no one really sees the dark side of the moon. It's scary over there. Well, this this movie is kind of like talking about the dark, not even really, you know, absence of light, but the dark side of the moon. There's there's some kind of dark secrets that the moon holds. And, and uh, is it post-apocalyptic? No. But it is apocalyptic. It's very... Uh, it's a cool idea, I think. So that that movie's coming out in February. Uh, this is a reading review of an old eighties, uh, an old eighties book called Phoenix, Dark Messiah. And this guy, I like his review. Uh, there were a few reviews that I saw that I was going to include in this roundup, but this is my favorite. This guy reviews this, and he says, "This is his quote. He says it's incredibly violent, incredibly graphic, incredibly ridiculous. Everything is ramped up to to eleven. So, I mean, that's so 80s, right? I, I'm excited about uh, other people seeing this review and seeing kind of what he thought about it. It's, it's pretty cool. And then, of course, uh, the Station Eleven teaser I included at the end here, just in case you haven't seen it in my other posts, because I think it's that good. It's uh, it's that promising. So, yeah, that's the, uh, the YouTube roundup. What else do we have on the site? We have, oh, a lot of reviews. Stephanie's been going nuts with these reviews so she did foundation uh, episode seven review and recap um there's the walking dead world beyond season two episode five review and walking dead world beyond season two episode five where she's talking about uh the crm's newspaper a little bit more information on that uh and then the third show reviewed is fear the walking dead season seven episode three another review and recap uh so we're covering a lot of these shows that are coming out, doing complete reviews on a lot of them. I was doing Walking Dead when it came out, and I, uh, Snowpiercer, you know, things like that. So if you're interested in in kind of more, you know, like more in depth, maybe you saw the episode and now you want to read about it and you want to read what other people thought about it, definitely check those out. Very interesting stuff. Uh, as far as upcoming stuff, the day this. This uh, podcast comes out. Finch will be on Apple TV Plus. Finch, of course, is the Tom Hanks space movie about the. Uh, I say space, but he's not really in space anymore. He kind of is. Uh, he's an inventor who invents a robot. It's more of a robotic movie, right? It's more of a, like a robot buddy movie. Um, so that looks like a good show. I want to see that one. Um, Eternals is releasing that's the avengers movie the latest avengers movie which of course is going to be a huge hit it's going to be a huge huge movie um that i think is only in theaters though i was waiting to see if it would come to disney plus like on the same day i don't think it is i don't even think it's coming well it's it's a marvel show if it was right it's marvel yeah marvel avengers yeah so if it was dc it would be coming to hbo but it's not hbo max has that thing where uh, you know, movies come out and then they come out the same day as a theater on HBO Max, like the Wonder Woman movies and stuff. But I don't think I I could be I could be completely wrong here. People are watching this and being like, "Hey, that's not true, Sean. That's not true." If it's not true, I apologize. But uh, just tell me, just tell me. Anyway, so yeah, Eternals is coming out. On Friday. Friday, November 5th. And then next week... Uh, well, no, actually, it'll be two weeks. There will be Future Boy Conan, which will be... It's the, that old cartoon 
a kind of an anime ca cartoon about a futuristic Conan. <laughs> this is a cool idea. That'll be coming on Blu-ray. Uh, what else? We have Resident Evil movie coming at the end of the month on November 24th. We'll talk about all that again, uh, you know, at a later time. But a lot of good stuff coming up. Now, if you haven't had a chance yet, you should definitely check out our uh, Twitch um, account page because I've been streaming Fallen Earth. I know I talked about Fallen Earth coming back last week. It's resurrected from the dead. Uh, it actually, I think I was talking about it, it was coming up. Well, it's out now. Like they kind of surprised us all and just threw the servers out there. So I've been playing it. I've been streaming it. And I, man, it, it brings back memories. You know, I played this in 2009 to about 2013, I'd say. And then I stopped because the game was completely different. It changed. It was all PvP and it was all, you know, rainbow bunny suits and stuff like that. And people would just hop around and it, it was weird. They had like dupe um, lag uh, cloning of weapons and items and stuff where people would like hack that. And it was a mess. So the game died a couple years after that, and people didn't really play it as much. Well, they brought it back. They brought back, back the old version, and of course, it has fixes. It has the fi like the it's not the original like launch version from Icarus Studios in two thousand nine. This is uh, you know the fixed version, but not the gone crazy version, I guess you could say. So I'm having a lot of fun in it. I joined a clan. I joined a. Uh, you know, bunch of people who are having fun in it. My group of uh, friends, we we play on Tuesday nights. We were playing the New World, which is not post-apocalyptic, and uh, and now we just started playing Fallen Earth. We stopped playing the New World for Fallen Earth, so that's how uh, that's how intriguing it is. It's it's a janky game. I have to warn you. You know, if you're used to the latest shiniest game, and you're gonna you're gonna jump into the, uh, Fallen Earth and be like, what, what, what? The What's going on here? Well, it is an old game, but even for 2009, it was janky. Uh, but that said, it has some amazing mechanics, amazing storyline. Uh, it has a faction wheel that is just... its, it's It has some really unbelievable mechanics to it. They're really, really cool. So I've been having fun with that. So watch our Twitch channel because I'm going to be streaming this a lot more. If you want to see me talk more, like if this isn't enough for you, me talking here but there should be other reasons that you watch it that shouldn't be the only reason so let's just say uh, if you're interested in Fallen Earth check out my streams uh, it's a game that I, I really can sit down and play for a couple hours and it's you know tie the kids up throw them in the closet and you know they'll be fine throw like a candy bar in there or something right I mean we got some Halloween candy and just throw some in there yes I have candy at my desk because it's it's a requirement for someone who works at home. Um, so yeah, you know, just throw the kids somewhere and then I'll just play Fallen Earth for a couple hours. That That's, it'll be fine, right? Yeah. So if you want to watch me do that, uh, check out our Twitch channel. And of course, check out postapocalyptic.com because we do all the news. Every little bit of news, even if it's not on the website, you know where you can find it? On our Discord channel. We have a Discord, which is linked on the sidebar. And you can go there and check out uh, any news that we may have missed. You know, we just throw up some little news here and there. So we try to still stay on top of everything. We have a calendar on the sidebar that shows uh, launch dates and release dates of, of different, you know, games and movies and TV shows and all that kind of stuff, books. 
And uh, so we're on top of everything. And if you're kind of a, a post-apocalyptic nut like myself and the rest of the people at <laughs> at the site, uh, it's definitely the place for you to be. And uh, and come say hi on Discord. We're always there. And, uh, you know, we can, we can even play Fallen Earth together, right? I'm looking to do that with a couple people. So that would be fun. Anyway, so yeah, check all that out. Check us out on social media. We have a, a lot of things going on. And I... I'm really thankful for everyone watching and I just have to remind you as always to stay alive out there and always be ready for the big one. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.